Fall, 1149. If you want to know how they make the stuff, go ask another mouse. I'm trying to get across the importance of the thing. Point is, generations past, some mouse had the idea for a signal to tell all the beasts of the wild that in these territories was a thing larger than a bear and more dangerous than a wolf. You can think it's odd, but I think they were exactly right. Hello everybody and welcome back to Six Feet Under. It's time for Mouse Guard, it's time for Famine 1149, and it is time for us to return to our Search Patrol. Uh, Search Patrol is Drackle as Tander. Hi. And Granny played by Gnome. Hello. And uh, Devious Vacuum slash Zeke, who are one and the same being. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> this is my gender uh, now. <laughs> <laughs> Gender Zeke. <laughs> but also a ghost? Yeah, mm-hmm. That's what happens when you combine them together. Devious vacuum. Okay. Yeah. Uh, that makes... I was going to say that doesn't make any sense to anybody who didn't he, hear what happened before we the, started recording. He's talking through the vacuum tube, so it makes like it, an echo. It, it also doesn't make much sense to me who was here and heard everything that happened before we started recording. So that's just fine. <laughs> Speaking of things that have happened on recordings, uh, we start our sessions with a recap. Who would like to take this one away? I'll take it, because I'm the only one with anything worth recovering in this system. <laughs> All right. All right. So t give me some words in exchange for that uh, point of tax nature. Yes. So last time on Mouse Guard, we went... We being me, Tander, and Zeke, uh, we're told to go look for Rosard, who has not reported back for his regular check-ins. Um, Tander talked to a duck, got us to fly there on Waffle. We flew most of the way there and then proceeded from foot to get to Woodstuff's Grove. There, I got poisoned a little bit, but I was medically fixed up later. We did not find Rosard, instead we found Velvet, the mother of Marks, who might be the last remaining person from Woodstuff's Grove on the planet. I think that got pretty much all of it. No sign of and Rosard. That's... We would like to find him. Have not done so. There, there is, yeah, one uh, pretty notable episode that... Uh... Oh, right, yeah, Antito is there. Um, he talked to bats, he freaked out. Drackle, or Tander, I guess Drackle too, freaked out Tander and Zeke, and uh, I guess, I don't think Granny knew about Tito, or was told about Tito, I don't remember if you guys told, shared that info, um, but that's okay. It, it didn't seem too important at no, the time. No, it doesn't seem I'm, too relevant. The fact I'm sure it'll come alien. up whenever we have some, some fast forward time, but our characters would have some, some moments to fill. Yeah. All right, take that persona point. Thank you very much. Now, before we start, I have to talk about goals. We gotta set some personal goals for this session. Your mission is still to uh, uh, locate the missing guard captain, Rosard. Uh, so, Granny, Tander, Zeke, what do you? Uh, what, what are you setting before yourselves as personal goals today? Well, last time. Uh... I made a mistake and it made <laughs> Granny get poisoned, so I would like to not make a mistake like that again. Um, 
So perhaps something like no more, no more, no, no more doing things that uh, endanger the party. No more, no more mistakes that endanger the party members, especially Granny. <laughs> no more mistakes. Okay. No more mistakes. Period. <laughs> I will not make one mistake this entire recording. Mark my words, audience. Nice. Well, that's just the goal being set up for failure right there. I know, uh, it's great. <laughs> uh, my goal last time was make sure Rosard is okay. For lack of better thoughts, I think I have to leave that as is because I still have not made sure he is okay. Okay. And Tander, what is Tander working toward uh, in this session? Well, we do have a mission... But there's a lot of <laughs> but there's some suspicious stuff going on in this town. Mm-hmm. So I think I want to. Oh God, is this a good time for Tanner to get distracted? No, we'll get go distracted. Ahead. Can it be helped? Like <laughs> I don't know. But I feel like uh, there is something going on in this town, and I think Tanner wants to get to the bottom of it, regarding especially regarding one Tito Taylor. Solve the mystery of Tito as your goal? Yes. So, like... Investigate. I'll say solve. I'll say investigate. Okay. All right. Uh, so, what I'm getting is that Tander does not trust uh, what, when Tito appeared to come clean uh, in, in the dark of night. Yes. Okay. That seems like a reasonable mistrust. Dude's a little shady. I'm All worried right, about so. this goal because it implies that we will see Tito Taylor again. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, the goals as I have written them, Granny's is to make sure Rosard is okay. Tander, uh, is, Tanger's is to investigate the further mysteries of Tito Taylor. And Zeke's, no mistakes. No mistakes. No mistakes. Never, ever again. <laughs> so, uh, it, it is the, the next day. Uh, the sun is shining through the, the thick... Uh, a canopy of uh, uh, trees and, and swamp plants uh, sort of choking and uh, uh, tinting the, the light that filters toward you through the, the windows of um, uh, velvets partially reclaimed by wilderness home here in what remains, what once was uh, uh, Woodstuff's Grove. Uh, Granny, you are feeling much better after that antidote and uh, a full night's rest. Uh, and I I'm sure, like we were saying earlier, by now, uh, Granny has been curious enough to ask, you know, hey, did, did you have trouble finding this stuff? Which turned into the whole story of Tito Taylor and his alleged uh, uh, intranational trade. Uh, working with bats to, to transmit things between uh, mouse societies separated by many, many miles. Uh, so, but there is still a, a, uh, a grander mission to pursue. So the first thing I'm going to ask is, uh, how do you start your day? Hmm. Well, we've probably got to rustle up some breakfast from the surrounding swamp. <laughs> what are the swamps uh, things to eat? There's all sorts of, of swamp grasses, swamp uh, uh, bugs, uh, plants, and yeah, there is. A, as you are uh, starting to get your things together, uh, and, and you know, Granny is is up on her feet and, and testing uh, to see, like, no, I, I can stand up pretty quick and still not get woozy. This is good. 
Uh, the, the door opens, and a large cricket with a crossbow bolt uh, through its thorax is laid down. <laughs> Roasted over a, over a pit, <laughs> like on a, st- on a stake? I mean, about to be, if you'll help. Wow. Okay. Well. Do we eat? I thought we were vegetarians. <laughs> Do we eat crickets? Mice are omnivores, as I've said many times. They just prefer seeds and berries. Culturally, in the territories, you're... Uh, just about any settlement is going to be a, a plant-based diet. However, uh, those exceptions are because of, you know, the, the resources available to them locally, right? I'm just flashing back to that pie. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, oh, well, all right, I'll help you. We know from long, long ago in recordings ancient past that grasshopper tendies are the specialty at Applebee's. <laughs> it's true. It's true. <laughs> oh boy. Alright, so let's three. <laughs> set up, skewer it over a, over an open flame there and start rotating. And we'll have ourselves some cricket tendies. Yum. Who here has I mean, Zeke obviously hasn't. I'm going to go with my natural assumption, which is always Granny's lived long enough to have tried pretty much anything. Yeah, that's uh, fair. What does Tander think about eating a uh, fire roast cricket? It's probably fine. <laughs> He's the one who ordered the grasshopper tendies. That's true. Tander yeah. would eat anything on a dare. Pretty much. Also true. Yeah, I'm probably already chowing down. But while you're still debating this. <laughs> well, if you're gonna try eating it when it's not done cooking, Granny's just gonna slap you. <laughs> it's, it's too full of juice. Yeah. No, it's still raw. Wait for the finish. <laughs> Gotta get crispy. Uh, Tander would be the one that's like keeps reaching into the, the, the pan and you have to slap his hand. <laughs> Don't burn yourself. Don't touch the hot stove, Tander. <laughs> Tander, secretly a toddler. <laughs> Tander, you are technically an adult. Please. An adult who doesn't know the first thing about cooking, apparently. Anyway, <laughs> I pay so taxes, we have breakfast. You have yeah. breakfast. Okay. <laughs> what? What is the the plan for seeking out? Like, I, I imagine, uh, unless Tander is trying to convince you otherwise, seeking out Rizard is the first order of the day. Yeah. Um. So so. Okay. I assuming that I have not missed anything from last time, which I almost certainly have. <laughs> did we we did not find any direct evidence that he was still in the town? We have not found any evidence that he is here, or even any evidence that he was here. And Velvet claims to have not seen him, and she's been here for a little while. But he was supposed to be here. He was supposed to be here. So Do we know in particular where? No. In the town? So I think our first order of business today is to spread out and look for clues, gang. Yeah. All right, how are you looking for these clues? That's the uh, hard part. <laughs> yeah. Because, like, what evidence would there even be? Well, are you using Hunter to, you know, search for your prey? Are you using Pathfinder? Are you using Scout? Which is probably the, the most uh, uh, so, fitting. Are, are we talking a survivalist check? I think I'm finally going to use my damn bees for something. Yeah. <gasps> Have and the we're bees... Going- spread out around the town. We're gonna have my flock spread out and try to, I don't know, pick up his scent or something. 
So this is an obstacle four, because this is weird, apiarist check. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. Um, I'm going to say that because of my contacts with Gwendolyn and my various nonsense via matriarch-wise that I have Rosard sent on something with me for a plus one die. Okay. Because um, I feel like if I was sent on a search mission, it's something I would have asked for. Yeah, why don't we call mm-hmm. them? Okay, we, we can call that uh, uh, matriarch-wise in that case. Yeah. Uh, it's either that or a say, gear thing for a gear exactly. thing I didn't prepare in advance. So yeah. I'm using the wise to say I did. And bees could find a dead body. It doesn't matter <laughs> who it was. Everybody knows a bee that. I mean, wasps are carnivores, not bees, but... It's an important part of the pollinating process. People don't like to talk about that, though. Alright, I'm just gonna roll my dice with that plus one bonus. My apiarist is five, so I have a decent odds at some yeah. kind of success. Can we help? We can't help, can we? We have nothing. Uh, we do you know anything about nothing? bees? I feel like we're gonna each make an individual check and hope one of us succeeds. Um, yeah. And I feel like bees aren't as reliable as hound dogs because I got two successes. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> this okay, isn't their so, purpose, but I'm finally making them do something, so I don't care. <laughs> so you, you send your bees around, and one returns with something, uh, and it seems clear to you why you didn't find it. It is uh, the, the letter that Rosard wrote from here that uh, never made it to Lockhaven. Uh, it must oh. have got snagged off the leg of the, the thrush or whatever uh, bird he was trying to send it with and got caught up in the trees. You were looking down. The evidence that you have was up. That's pretty uh, good, honestly. I'm amazed I got anything out of this, but cool. Take angry, because this is going to piss you the fuck off. God damn it, Rosard. Okay. So how <laughs> shitty is this letter? What am I getting angry about? I'm, I'm marking so, it. I mean, for one, he's just being so difficult, you know, not, he, uh, you see that he is, uh, sharing, you know, actionable information, you know, he's surveyed the town, uh, his, his judgments on its, uh, strategic importance and value sort of generally match your own, having been here for a day or so. Uh, and uh, a, a little personal note at the end that while it is, uh, uh, you know, possible, it, it is feasible to reclaim the city uh, as a staging ground for, for action in, in an upcoming war, it would be uh, uh, an ill-advised use of resources. Not, not necessarily worth the trouble. Just because you could doesn't mean you should. But... Yeah, just finding this and being so frustrated that, like, if the breeze was just in a different direction, you could have found it yesterday and not been, you know, stabbed and poisoned. Uh, it's, it Or if sucks. it hadn't gotten snagged in the first place, we wouldn't even be out here. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so that means that he could be okay, but his He's probably just, just okay dropped. at the next city. Yeah, Granny's furious about that. <laughs> Uh, he says that his plans are to head west into wild country uh, in, because there is no reason for uh, th- this survey thing to be, you know, limited to the current borders of the territories. You, you gotta... Uh, well, that sounds you, stupid of him. 
he needs a fuller picture of the the actual lay of the land. That's the whole point of this mission. So, okay. so he just wandered right off into weasel territory. See, Alone. yeah, that's what it sounds like. Um, I wasn't expecting this to work. I was expecting to then have to sit, sit on my laurels while uh, Zeke and Tander did something. But I guess yeah. we found where he went and where we should be going next. Yeah. God damn it. <laughs> it's a good thing you had your bees comb the area. Da 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 da. Tander says that in in, in canon. <laughs> of course. Good. <sighs> so he's so that guy's dead. <laughs> well, I mean, now- if he isn't, I'll kill him myself. <laughs> so I guess this means we have no choice but to head into wild country. Does it? I guess we have to. I mean how far do you think you, a, a, a mouse on their own can get into Weasel Country? It's Rosard, so as far as his stubborn legs can walk. Granny is just yeah. rubbing her temple right now. Tander has probably never met Rosard. Uh, Zeke probably not. quite possibly has in passing. Uh, I mean, he would have been there during the promotion ceremony for both of them, but that doesn't mean you met him. Yeah. Right. Even right. if I had met him, I probably wouldn't remember him. Yeah, he's one of the you... six captains, so he would have been there with Gwendolyn when everyone was being promoted. Um, so you would have seen him. You'd recognize his face if you saw him. Mm-hmm. Doesn't mean much else, though. In fact, uh, uh, Drackle, what uh, when Tander sees a mouse that looks like this, what does he think? Hmm. It's scruffy. <laughs> I mean, it looks fair. like he. It looks like he has lived in the mountains for his entire life. He looks like a Viking. He gives an air of capability, you might say. Well, mm. I don't. Mm, I don't know. This whole. I kind of. I don't know. I'm kind of doubtful considering I don't this letter. Know. A more but... capable mouse would have less scars. <laughs> I mean, I have scars. Damn. I, I'm the only one of us who doesn't, as far as I know. Not even from bees. Um. I mean, these things don't leave scars, I don't think. Not usually. Just from acne. I mean, bees are pretty big compared to a mouse. (laughs) So that'd probably be pretty devastating. Right, but I mean, the thing about... The reason bees things are so bad is because... In humans, anyways, because the stinger gets stuck. But it only gets stuck because human skin is weird. It doesn't... They don't actually (laughs) use their stingers to get smaller animals. Human skin sure is weird. It is weird. (laughs) Wow, the more you know. Like... Bees don't expect to die when they sting a human. That's just a weird quirk of the fact that their skin heals so good. That's really Somebody sad. should tell the bees. Please tell <laughs> the bees. <laughs> they need to know. <laughs> it's not fair. So, should we check in with. I mean, since this letter wasn't sent, should we send it? Can we send it? Do we we have- can. That's what. That's what the thing my bees are actually best at and the thing I mostly use them for is they're really good at sending letters back to their hive in Lockhaven. So they know where home is. Then if you are reluctant to, to pursue him, then uh, maybe we could we could check in with Gwendolyn. That would involve waiting for a reply for like three days. I don't know if we want to waste Minimum. that much time. If he is out there and not dead in the wilds, I feel like it is a matter of time before he is. Or before he shows up in Flintrust and makes a fool of all of us. So, we send a bee back to Lockhaven with the letter. Another, also, hey, here's a thought. If a bunch of mice, a guard uh-huh. mice, wind up 
getting caught in the middle of weasel country. Is that not like an act of war? It would presumably be spun as such. Yeah, I mean, it could be. Hmm. That's how this uh, campaign began. <laughs> All right. So I am going to send the letter back to Lockhaven while writing a second letter from Granny explaining that we found this letter in Woodstuff's Grove. Presumably, however, he sent it back. It just didn't make it. Got snaked or something. Did, can um, we tell by the letter how long, how old it is? Can't or was there a date on it? Three or four days, because that's how long ago he was here. Well, it, it took a while for Gwendolyn to be worried enough to send you, and then you had to actually get all the way here. So, I mean, it's closer to a week. Okay. All right. Then in that case, as captain, I'm making the executive judgment of we will be following Rosara's last known destination in heading west. And I include that in the letter, and I send it on. Okay, now I am going to ask for a check from somebody else to try and find him. Again, scout would be uh, very good here, or, or hunter. Uh, I'm ready to scout. All right. Yeah. I uh, surprise. <laughs> we'll follow your lead. You're much quicker than me. Got it. Got it. This is going to be a, a difficult thing, I'm sure, because we have to be undetected in weasel t- territory and searching at the same time. Yeah, you have to find somebody who's trying not to be found a week ago, so this is going to be tricky. Uh, we're talking like Obstacle 5 here, I'd say. I, we're, I'm, presumably we are helping. Yeah, I'm absolutely helping. I'm just looking over my sheet for how. Uh, let's get a couple more from using some stuff. Um, <laughs> this is pretty important, so let's go ahead and, and use a Persona point. And also let's use uh, Alert, the trait Alert. Five out of eight seems possible. Mm-hmm. Let's see how well Zeke meets his goal this time, folks, and roll those virtual dice. Oh, folks. Oh, yeah. Oh, folks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, folks. Sounds bad. I, I did not get one single success. <laughs> it is all ones, twos, and threes, folks. I fucked myself by making that making that goal statement at the beginning. I can't. This is at zero. It is. Zero. I'm screenshotting this just so I you can put it put you, it in the hall. I don't even know like, how to. I don't even know how to explain this in character. Like I don't. We said. Seek breaks his leg. <laughs> <laughs> we set literally one foot over the over the line, and the entire weasel army is there. <laughs> You trip yeah. fall and poison yourself this time. You trip over your own foot, land face first uh, on, an al- on, an al- on an alarm. That tr- fall down a hole. It's <laughs> not quite what I have in my notes. <laughs> no, this isn't a system where failure is that dramatic. Usually, there's no crit but, fails. There's just regular fails that make you sad. We we take <laughs> we check our map again and realize we went to the eastern wilds by mistake. I can't believe I've done this. I can't believe the very first roll. <laughs> this is so funny. I'm sorry. This is <laughs> I'm never going to fail again. So Let me funny. just roll my dice while drinking my coffee. Oh and... my god. Wow, I couldn't have written it better myself. Alright, we are okay, what happens? Uh, okay, what happens? 20 minutes into the session and I've already succeeded at my goal and <laughs> Evac has failed at their goal. Grant, what happens? I'll probably fail at mine because we're not even in the town anymore where Tito was. Unless we find Tito in the wilds. Do you have a a wise that is at all related? 
Oh, you're you're right. You're right. Do you, do you also have traits? Because if so, if so, you could uh, use, oh, of course, I and spend a persona that. point to reroll all failed dice, which would be all, all of, of them. them. I never remember the yeah. things you can do with wises because they feel so situational. Can it be nighttime and I can use starwise? It will be eventually. This is a long walk. <laughs> okay. So oh, I think we oh, get lost for the d- during the day is what during this the represents day, yeah. until the, the stars come out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we get lost during the day. Okay, what, wait, mechanically, what do I need to do before I give my whole spiel? Spend a persona point a persona and re-roll point. all failed dice. Okay. Declare, of course, and indicate that you are wrong, but now you have it all correct. Okay, of course. So I roll before I give my explanation? Uh, yeah, yeah. Okay, one, two, three, four successes. And one of them <laughs> is a six. One of them is a six. So can, can I spend can still, a fate point? I can try spend a fate point five. to re-roll mm-hmm. the six. So we're at four. Another success. Five. Bless the stars. <laughs> okay, Starwise. So now I have to spin a yarn about. Of course. Okay. So yes. we're hope, we're hopelessly lost. Zeke has never been to uh, the Weasel territories. Um, so we, we wild get country. Wild country and. Um, since we laid the scent barrier and things have obviously changed a lot since then um and so we get we get hopelessly lost during the day um and but at night we're you know we're out of the swamp and the the, the night sky becomes clear and uh, when Zeke looks up he, he thinks ah oh, of course the the constellation that represents the hourglass of Thistle the Mouse lost to time is too low in the western sky we've We've gone too far south, and uh, and we're we're dangerously close to the to the dark heather tunnels. But if we if we I know if we head back this way and just keep walking toward the the constellation, then we'll we'll be back on track and we'll get ourselves out of out of harm's way. Fantastic. Uh, so you you uh, have set yourself on a proper path. Uh, congratulations. <laughs> Uh, it is it, it, it after two days travel uh, where you keep finding little signs you know you, you find a struck camp you find uh, um, the remains of a, a cook fire uh, here and there uh, some some foraging that looks more purposeful than you know the, the wild beasts out here in wild country would do. Uh, you find yet another camp uh, around dusk uh, on the second full day of travel uh, alongside a pond uh, and like this is struck less than others like the, it seems to be uh, that Rosard is not hiding himself nearly a- as much as he was before perhaps he's just gotten uh, impatient or you know uh, overconfident who could say uh, what do you do to look it over? Uh, I'm going to ask Tander, because Tander hasn't uh, rolled any dice yet today. Or do you look it over? I, I don't mean to be presumptuous. Sure, I'll look it over. Uh, what, what skill would be best for this? Depends on what you're doing. What do you think would best lead us to Rosard? Well, we already, well, we already did a scout check, and I'm better at scouting than surviving. Why not try your luck at scouting? I mean, what could go wrong? Yeah, yeah, what what could yeah, possibly okay. go wrong? 
Okay. All right. This is an obstacle three check. Okay, so I'm presuming a plus two for assistance? Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. I'm going to spend a persona point to get another die. That is three successes. Oh, congratulations. So, I... Uh, makes it look so easy. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I just like look over to the left and oh, he's over there. <laughs> Meanwhile, Zeke's having a nervous breakdown. He was just like, t- like taking a bathroom break by a by the by a rock or something. We're like, oh, he was there the whole time. So yeah, uh, this uh, is still uh, th- there is still some heat coming off of these coals. There is still like uh, that the ground is still wet around them where they have been. Uh, uh, drenched, which is like you know you are very very close just from that alone. Uh, as you are uh, communicating this, the the uh, seabirds, the the wading birds around this pond suddenly all take off. That's not good. That's a bad omen. Uh, what do you do to prepare before the the fox approaches? Okay. Tied. Granny's gonna take out her hook and line and tie it to the end of her staff because I never have time to use the damn thing. <laughs> so I'm going to have my hook and line ready for this fight. Yeah, uh, I'm uh, drawing my blades, my blade, and that's kind of. Uh, let's see. Well, uh, yeah, I don't have anything. <laughs> I just draw a sword and I'm like scouting. I'm just like. Sc- looking at every bit of tall grass to see where it's coming from. Yeah. Okay. Uh, oh, Tander, I should also say you, you, uh, it is clear to you that Rizard from here was, was headed off to the north. Okay. Uh, and this uh, uh, fox is coming from uh, the west. So, there so you go. So it probably didn't eat him, but it might eat us, so. It might, it might. So uh, I want to do a uh, uh, big old classic, uh, uh, you know, conflict. Yeah. A, a conflict is is what I'm asking is is this a combat conflict or is it a chase? Are you going to try to escape? Is it uh, something else entirely? I want to know how you want to deal with it, but I think, however it is, it's going to be a conflict. I feel like a chase where we kind of want to like. I feel like we want to lose it. Yeah. Um, like, I don't think we want to run north until it's not following us. <laughs> like, don't want to lead it to Rosard or whatever. Have it find him before we do. So I yeah. think we want to lose it. Our, That's my plan. strengths better. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So uh, I want you to pick who is going to be rolling for disposition. Uh, this is going to be a Pathfinder test, or excuse me, this is going to be a scout test uh, added to the base of nature. Because running away is really good. Uh, it's, running away is nature, and y'all, nature is a powerful stat. Mice are really into running away. Yeah, I think I'll actually take lead then, since I'm also setting the goal of uh, get the fuck. We're gonna get the, the fox. Get the fox out of here. Yeah, I <laughs> exactly. want it to lose track of us. That's my goal. Okay. I just need to figure out how words work. Oh, uh, the fox's goal is yummy, yummy in my tummy. All right, reasonable. Okay. So, uh, we've set goals. It is time to roll for that starting disposition. The foxes roll. The fox rolled an eleven. Uh, it's got long legs. Powerful. Mm-hmm. What is All your? Right. 
scout plus nature, Granny. Alright, um, I can't remember. For disposition, I get assistance from these two, right? Yes. Okay. You can invest in much in this role as you want, although it may be better to, to save your, your big guns for right. the actual Well, I actions. will take my old fur trait because I can use it as often as it applies. Because, uh, I'm old enough to outfox a fox. <laughs> I love it. Um, I got four successes, and my nature is five out of six. So that brings us to nine. That's reasonable. That is good. Okay, it is time to set some... Uh, I have set my three actions. I am role-playing as a fox. Uh, so... <laughs> uh, please set yours how you would outfox a fox. Okay. Well, I don't expect the fox to defend. Say that much. I expect the fox to faint. Yeah, I expect it to faint, maybe do a maneuver, and probably just some regular old attacks. Mm-hmm. Just a question of order. So I think the first thing that we should do is, let's see, for, for a chase, scout, pathfinder are the main two skills. Uh, yes. Uh, scout is used for attack and maneuver, while pathfinder is used for defend and feint. Zeke is going to be our heavy hitter this uh, yeah. I'm, conflict. Yeah, I have a four in both, so you can maybe do whatever. <laughs> All right, I have a three it's in It's better both. that I'm not making the decision, to be totally honest. Maybe I should have tried to kill it, because my hunter stat's real good, but that's okay. <laughs> uh, again, I'm Mine's happy not. to be uh, flexible, and if your maneuver is, you know, trying to wound the fox to, to set up your future escape, I would I would take hunter for that. That's reasonable. Happily. Okay. So I think first we should try, and I think Tander, you should be a decoy. <laughs> <laughs> Decoy strikes me as man- a maneuver or a feint. I was thinking maneuver, and then follow that up with an attack from Zeke to try and, like, scare it directly somehow. No, an attack from me and a feint from Zeke. Or unless, you- unless you'd rather also attack. No, that's fine. I would never choose to feint unless you made me do it, so I'm excited to <laughs> okay, fail in a new good. exciting way this session. So I think we're going maneuver into feint, into my attack to finish it, and I have a special plan for my attack. I just need you two to buy me time to set it up. Okay. So, uh, Tander, you are being set out as a decoy, it sounds like, as a maneuver action. Mm-hmm. Uh, are you going to, to be using Scout in this case, or are you going to sell me on another skill for, for this? I think the Scout is a good fit. I can okay. try to lead it away from the group, and maybe into uh, a worse, uh, more uh, adverse terrain. Uh, okay. I am going, so that is a three for me. Uh, I should say you are rolling against a feint, which in this case is a uh, an independent test. Okay. So both of your successes uh, apply regardless of what the other does. Mm-hmm. So. Also, it, it rolled four successes. Just Ow. All right. Sorry, Tander. It's okay. So okay, I'm I'm a little lost on the combat stuff. So, so Scout, uh, I have a plus one to faints because of my sword. Okay, but you're doing a maneuver. Yeah. Uh, well, it's also man- yeah. I think it. I have to. You can start a battle. big one. Okay. Yeah. And since this is a chase, um, you're gonna have to to sell me on why your your battle stats matter. Okay. 
So if I do... but I mean, in I this case, it's because he's being the distraction. But I did not declare which one I was using, so I could say that the sword is maneuver. Yeah, okay. And please tell me how you're using your sword I, to, manu- to uh, decoy better. I am swinging the sword at the fox threateningly. Okay, like it, it's catching the light. Yeah. Uh, it's, yeah, yeah. You're, you're making yourself bigger and, and more noticeable. Yes, yeah, so, so that'll take me to a four, and I'm going to use my... And we're helping uh, each other. We help each other on all these. Yeah, I think uh, in this case your help is by doing the opposite, by, by trying to be very, like, stealthy and please don't look at me. Yeah. Only look at that yeah. one. We're trying to yeah. set up an ambush from both of us. So yeah. So if I have if I have a level two trait and I uh, activate that, that's like the rest of the the session. Um, how a level two trait versus a level one trait? You can use a level two trait as often as it applies. So it'll give you plus one dice if you can work it into your action, and then you can okay. keep using it as often as you can make it apply. So I'm going to use my bold trait. To get an extra Very die. Good. Yeah, this if it should apply here if nowhere else. <laughs> yeah. So that way I can uh, get a five. So I think that's gonna be I mean it's not like I need to beat it. And your bold is level three? Yes. That's incredible. So you're at five dice and you get to re-roll one of the failed ones. But I have uh, three successes. Cool. I'll go ahead and re-roll uh, one of them, and that is a, a four successes. Okay, so you can disarm and also uh, impede this fox. Uh, the way its feet works is it is trying to herd you to uh, some, some favorable territory. Remember, it's on its home turf and you are not. Uh, but in, in the end, it is able to keep its eye on uh, uh, all three of you at the same time. Uh, however, what does what does this overwhelmingly successful decoy look like all the same? Oh man! Like it it has certainly gained ground on you, even though you uh, are able it. to yeah. And uh, more importantly, disarming you you remove one of your opponent's gear or weapons, or disable a trait for the remainder of, uh, of the conflict, or you may uh, no there, there's no or okay, uh, in I have, this case. I have an idea. Yeah, and let me pitch it. I am. Are, are we near any sort of water, like a yes. stream? Yes. yes. You're, so, you're alongside a pond. Okay, I'm going to lead it uh, toward the pond, and I am going to. Here's what. I, here's my. Here's 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 my big plan. I'm going to lead it in a pond and maneuver in a way to try and. I'm going to say I've tricks. I've done some tricksy stuff to basically make the fox come after me, dodge out of the way to the mm-hmm. last second so it has a face full of mud. So now its nice. nose is all stuffed up with mud and it can't smell us. That's really good. That's really good. I'm going to disable its, like, stalking trait. All uh, right. To, to mechanically reflect that, yeah. And okay. then impede, it gets minus one dice next action as well. Yes. And that next action uh, was a something from, from Zeke. A faint from you. Uh, the the second action of the uh, uh, fox is an attack. So <laughs> I'm so sorry. I knew it. I knew. I 100 knew that was. Yeah. I also, in the back of my head, it was like the moment I put faint on the table, we lose, isn't it? 
Yes. Um, which is always true. It's always been true and always will be true. Never faint. Hey, if you'd done these, it. Uh, God, I'm looking at the sheet and thinking if you'd done your actions in a different order, this would be exactly the opposite. Yep. If, so if I had done my attack and then you did your faint, we would be perfect. Um, uh, so that is another four successes, which uh, at the end of this we're makes one. 11 to 1. <laughs> Alright, we're getting our butt kicked by this fox. Yum yum, so we're gonna be delicious. Uh, Zeke, tell me what you're attempting to do. Because, uh, as we know, it doesn't work, but I'd like to know what the attempt was. How about, like, we start running away and we go through, like, a, like an old rotted out log, and we think that it's gonna be too narrow for the fox to get through, but the it's all rotted out because we're in the swamp, kind of, still, and so the fox, like, crashes through the log right yeah, in front of us. Yeah. <laughs> so you, you are covered in just, like, rotting, like, log slime. There, there are grubs around you, and all three of you are, are practically snout to snout with the, this fox about to leap in for attack number three, Granny. Uh, what What's your action? Attack. Versus a feint. You are turning this around. Good. Okay. <laughs> so this exact isn't exactly opposite. how I wanted to do it, but I'm going to do the nuclear the option. <laughs> I was planning to do the nuclear option from the get-go, but I guess we'll have to uh, do that for realsies. <laughs> so now's the part where we ambush it to scare it the fuck off. Um, so, Tander, you once asked me, and I'm saying the speech while we're doing the runaway before it crashes into the log. You once asked me if I could make my bees attack. Yeah? And I told you individually no, but you can make them swarm. See, when a bee dies, it leaves a pheromone, warning other bees to leave the area. But if you drop that pheromone too close to the hive, they'll, they can't leave the hive, so they defend it instead. I'm the hive, and I pull out a little flask with a little green liquid in it, full of murder pheromones. <laughs> Whatever I throw this at, the bees will swarm on. And Let's I'm throwing that- it. <laughs> Let's call that a flashback. <laughs> yeah, a flashback. <laughs> that, was, that was a flashback at some point during our travels. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so now I'm pulling out that same vial to throw it at this fox's face while it's right in front of us uh, in a bit of a panic. And as I'm throwing it, I'm saying, uh, Tander, Zeke, run! Because <laughs> the bees will sting you. We're running. They'll sting whatever's too close. All right. Um, I would recommend throwing everything you have into this roll. Yeah, so I'm going to be doing apiaris. You can only apply one wise, so I'm applying poison wise because I made this concoction. Yes. Um, uh, well, the be- the pheromones is a gear item, I think. Can I apply that? <laughs> yes. Uh, okay. All right. Um, so that gives me seven dice already. And I'm going to spend a persona-, persona point and retax my nature to add five more. So if I'm absurdly lucky, uh, we can win right here. I doubt that'll happen, yeah. but we might go into next round uh, with it a lot closer to dead. At the very least, well, you're, you're going to get a, a much stronger concession. Uh, yes. Then um, actually, you just die. Yeah, I would like I would like the bee stings to scare it off as they stab it in the nose and the face with their stingers. All right, roll dice. Oh my god, that's bad. Well, 
We only need like three more character sheets for next uh, set season, so I think. So 12 dice, two of them are successful. Seriously? Wow. I would like to use an of course with my other <laughs> applicable wise of apiary wise. Wow. Yes, yes, I bet you would. So, of course, the trick is I don't have enough bees, but we're out in the wilds. There's other beehives here. I just need to lead it over to that tree where there's a big old beehive and let the pheromones do their work. That that sounds good. Spend that persona point. Reroll those, what, nine dice? Uh, yeah, I'll be rerolling ten Hard. dice. So it's two successes plus whatever I get from these, uh, ten. So let's reroll. One, two, two successes three, on a pool four. Of That's a lot a better. Crime. So we're at six dice, so total. Um, sixes? Three of them are. One from the last roll, three from the, or two from this one. So I'll spend a fate point to re-roll three more dice uh, for one more success. So that's seven, taking it down to four disposition. That is a good round. That is a good <laughs> move. All right. So that is why I'm the witch. <laughs> uh, okay. And so... this action ends, this, this fantastic heroic nuclear option. Uh, ends with Granny hiding under a knot hole with her hands over her head while there's basically thousands of bees swarming around the area. <laughs> okay, do we do we want to push this to the bitter end, or do we want to call uh, the this four to one the final score and start talking about concessions now? You know what, I'm willing to call it here if you want. Um, I'm opening this to the whole group. The nuclear option, the fact that we only have one disposition, maybe all three of us are getting stung out of this, too. Yeah, I yeah. feel like that this gives a really good segue into exactly what the consequences are, because there's bees everywhere. Yeah, I mean, you you can press on, and with a little bit of luck, you can come out with a narrow win, uh, rather than a, a, uh, a loss, but certainly with your lives. Like, you're... You've earned that. Yeah, uh, as and this I think can... we're also gonna like successfully drive it off as part of the thing too. It just uh... yeah, I, I think th- this comes with you you getting away. Like it is not gonna come after you anymore, but you're gonna be uh, uh, pretty uh, uh, poorly off. Yeah, uh, and that's why I don't use the bees to attack Tander as we all walk out of the woods with like ten stings each, <laughs> plenty of swelling. <laughs> I like it better than getting eaten by a fox. So, yeah. Uh, that's oh, okay. Yes, prefer- preferable to being eaten. Uh, still hurts. All right, I'm going to roll a die to see which of you winds up uh, injured. Me. Because uh, one of you is definitely getting uh, uh, the, the worst of the, the bee stings, and I want to call that it. injured. Please. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like Zeke's uh, Yeah, yeah. Wouldn't you... And in the one out of three chance, at least somebody's dice work right. Yeah, Zeke is the insured one. Mark injured on your sheet. I did. Uh, Thank you. And all three of you are going to take tired because that that was some. Uh, I think that's the closest match to like anxiety and just being shaken as well as the exertion of running for your lives. And also the fact that now we're going to be sore everywhere. These stings can't kill you normally, but they cause a lot of swelling. And it hurts. Oh, it hurts. So yeah, the, the three of you, uh, I think with, with Zeke getting so many more stings, it's probably Tander, the one that, that runs back, or 
or is it the other way around? Zeke is the one who, who grabs Granny and gets her out of Fox Danger, and that's why he's the one who gets uh, uh, yeah. the most sings. Yeah. Okay. Zeke, yeah, that checks out. First of all, in tears, a human shield. <laughs> Alright. And now, also, uh, I'm out of bees. <laughs> so I'm just I'm dropping off the bee box. <laughs> so, so the bees you brought with are just like re- oh, in the lost. wild now. Who knows where yeah, they went I, in the chaos. They might be joining this wild hive that yeah. I... Wow, they've gotten native. <laughs> or they might have gotten eaten by the wild hive as invaders. Who knows? Uh, so as you, you uh, make your way, uh, going slower all the time uh, uh, due to, you know, swelling, making motion more difficult. You, you are confident that you are safe. You have gotten away as, as difficult and as dangerous as that was. Uh, you hear another... Uh, uh, you, you hear something else as you move into uh, a thicker forest than that, uh, you know, pond side little bit of paradise uh and there there is something moving uh in the brush ahead of you tan tander go check it out oh my god i okay i am i will approach the bush sword out and very 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 carefully uh push the, the 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 brush away uh, you see two figures. They are mice. They are not Rosard, although one of them is quite familiar to you. Uh, Damn, is they're... it Tito? <laughs> <laughs> Again! It is not Tito. <sighs> okay. You see uh, a, a shifty red mouse who is just chattering <clears throat> his head off to... Uh, to uh, uh, Harford and the largest sword you have ever seen. <gasps> I assume I recognize the red mouse. I feel like I know who that is already. Uh, I don't think you've ever met him. Oh, really? Have I met him? No. Oh, this. So this isn't the mouse I personally banished. It is not. Okay. But but rather than play twenty questions, uh, we we are going to uh, take a quick. Uh, we're going to close the, out this episode and return next time with the player's turn. Good night, folks. Good night. Good night. <laughs>